podcasting to all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast, episode 007. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> I am uh, Lindian. I'm Starman. And welcome to the show. I hope everybody enjoyed the uh, previous podcast. We had a blast, an absolute blast with the Taverncast guys. The so, who? The Taverncast guys. You oh, know the, oh anim- them. The Animal Crackers, the beer. 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 <laughs> we don't have beer today. We have, no. we have Arizona iced tea. Arizona iced tea. I know it's better. very boring, but... Yeah. We, we only have one beer left in the fridge. So <laughs> It's um, mine. If you haven't heard their cast, I would, I would definitely highly recommend it. Uh, www.taverncast.com. They had a little uh, crossover one. They mentioned us in, in their cast. And don't be surprised if we do something similar in the future. How soon in the future? Uh, I guess that depends on them. I don't know. I'm, I'm talking with them about their equipment, about what we use and what they need. Oh, that's right. Yeah, from with Aloysius Eloy. Yeah, Aloys Elo what? Aloysius. 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 No, I'm not saying. No, no, no. It's that's that's going to be your job. No, no. It's it's Paladin Bright fights for right. It's Paladin Bright, and he fights for light. Okay. Actually, if you look on his sig, it says he fights for right. He may have said light. We we did it interchangeably last time. But if you look at the sig on the, on his forums, <laughs> it says right R I T E, not R I G H T. So, yeah, Paladin Bright. Oh Lord! Fights so, right. how was your busy week? Uh, my busy week. My busy week was definitely not as busy as it was uh, a week or two ago. That was just uh, that that. Uh, you're you're talking about wow, not your job, right? <laughs> uh well, uh, oops. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. So my last week in wow. Um, well, let's see. We should probably give everyone an update. I just uh, dinged fifty-seven. Uh, well, yeah, an hour ago. Uh, no, it was was two it hours ago. I thought it was last night. No, you dinged fifty-seven today, didn't you? Well, we should also say today is what is today? Today Saturday. is Saturday, uh, August twenty seventh, ten twenty eight p.m. Uh, so, um, well, whatever it was, anyways, I I ding fifty seven. I'm about a quarter of the way through fifty seven. Uh, you're right. You're right on my heels, right? I'm right on your heels. I'm halfway through fifty six, and I don't know how you do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you, quests, quests. You, whenever, whenever, like you're not on or guildies are not on. I am I am questing. I am questing all right now. I am quest heavily questing in Winter Spring. My my Hearthstone is set to Everlook, and if I'm not like if I if I if I can't get into a Blackrock Spire raid or um, or Undead Strath or BRD any of those guys, um, I've, I I usually put myself in the queue for uh, Warsong Gulch. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't done Alterac Valley yet for Battlegrounds. Oh, I should also mention. I did do a whole bunch of Warsong Gulch last week or the week before, and uh, surprisingly, after Tuesday's um, you know update, I'm a corporal. <laughs> How long did it take? No, it took you quite some time to get to private, right? Well, wait a minute. I, that's because I chose not to just go all out with Battlegrounds or, or PvP. It was, it was just one of those things where, at the time, I had my Hearthstone set in South Shore, so I would just join Tarn Mill Raids. Oh, you know, it, it wasn't like I would I would say, well, today I'm going to be a private. Okay. Well, how many uh, honor kills do you remember that it took you to get to become a private? Well, it it's different for each server. I mean, okay. because you and I are on the same server, I, I, it was like 200 or something. Okay. Was, I I actually looked at my stats. Uh, one of the one or two of those Warsong Gulches that I, that I was in, um, 
the usually I don't, I don't know how everyone else sees it, but usually for Warsong Gulch, it seems that the alliance is like definitely second fiddle to the horde. <laughs> I, I mean, really, there's it, it's a capture the flag, you know, with just three captures and you win. Right. There's no like timer or anything, but the alliance just for, for most of the ones I've been in, the alliance is very disorganized. Everyone seems to go off and do do what you know whatever. Like they all have their own ideas and what to do, rather than just you know sticking together and maybe something basic like you know controlling the middle. It's a very small map, so controlling the center of the map is usually pretty key in front of you know where the, where the flag comes in and out on both sides. <laughs> You're not going to have many friends after this is released, you know. <laughs> no, I, I've I've heard that from other guildies, from other just other people in general, though. That's why, like like the Tavern Cast guys, they do Alterac Valley, and that's a much different type of a thing. It's more of a much larger map. There's quests, well, like little mini quests to do, and you have to go off and like control these points and stuff. It's not just a small little. It's you think of it kind of like Unreal Tournament. It's like a death match in a very, very small map death match or King of the Hill kind of a thing. Uh-huh. It's just chaotic most of the time. And the, <laughs> and the and the people who are really good about you know really good at it are the ones who team well together, work well together in teams. Mm-hmm. Like you were telling me before, you really didn't want to do and most of the stuff until you hit level sixty and get better gear. It was the gear that was I was I was most concerned about, especially because I'm going to go in there as a healer with all my like level forty forty five junk and you know it's just not going to hold up very well. But see, the thing you have to understand about Warsong Gulch is most of the time after you die. You don't even bother to buff yourself or others. You want you need to get back into the fray, and then just work well as a team. If well, you can, I can go, I can buff as I move. But the thing is, you don't want to waste the mana. It, it is so time sensitive. You don't want to waste the mana. It makes more sense because when you get revived, you have full health and full mana. It just makes more sense to get back into the fray and be able to nuke, 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 or heal, heal, heal someone else rather than worrying about, oh, with this buff, this person will have you know, so many more hit points or so, many, so much more mana. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter. You need to save your... It is, the, the action is so fast and furious that you just need to, you just need to get in there. You need right. to get in there and group with people and then start killing. Mm-hmm. Start killing the other ones. You know, if the flag's coming out, go after that flag you know, carrier. And uh, things like that. So, so anyway, I, I looked at my stats, and I had about 836 wow. honorable kills wow. I, that I don't week. Know, how many do I have right now? I have 254. Uh, wow. So, but I literally, I only did four, maybe five Warsong Gulches mm-hmm. that week. Well, now, one of them, one of them we won, and all, we, no, we kicked butt. We kicked big serious butt so like i would just be like if i died and i'm coming back down to the middle of the map i was just like you know i see those things scrolling off sergeant and uh oh yeah 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 Yeah, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling i'm like wow this is the group i'm in is really really because i mean i didn't i would ae a little bit but i mean for the the amount of of times that they were scrolling up and down the screen i'm like wow this is like you know just oh that yeah so that must have been the majority maybe i got i don't know maybe like 300 HKs from that one. It was wow. Well, it also took usually with the capture of the flag, the three things. It does. It um. It's usually over pretty quickly. No, this one, we got out to a two nothing lead, and then the horde kind of. I don't know if people came in late or whatever. Then they got organized, and then it got tougher. You know, then then they scored twice, and then for the longest time it was two two, and we both had our flags, and it took a while. 
before we finally uh, scored the last one. So there was there's a little, <laughs> the action was fast and furious over there in the middle. But uh, so anyway, um, so I'm 57. I'm a corporal now. Um, knocking on the door of 60. Um, been starting doing it's a the, big door. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I'm uh, de- starting to do the uh, Black Rock Spire. Uh, well, Black Rock Spire and also um, Strathmore Undead Strath. Um, I did some back to back. I did two back to back undead strats. The first one was it was awesome. I got like four blues. All of them were upgrades. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I did undead strat for the first time uh, yesterday. No, day before yesterday, and it was a lot of fun. Yes, it really is a lot of fun. I went in there now. At the time, I was no, I'm, yeah, I was fifty six still, and I went in there as main healer. First time, first well, none of us had been in there before. So we didn't know what to expect, and somebody overpulled, and we wiped. But you know, we wiped right there, so no big deal. We got in, we reorganized, we took our time, we were a little patient, and we got through to two bosses without wiping at all. People say that I'm 56 and I can't heal, you know, uh, something like undead strat, but I did because I know what I'm doing. I don't think <laughs> they, I don't think they would just some some people I I've noticed just object to the level. People have, only, it's it's like levelism almost. But you know, not I, I, with I, healers. You see, oh yes with healers. Don't, don't, oh no, absolutely. No, no. Don't don't I, forget. I have been denied because I am only level 56 and I don't think that's right because I people that know me in the game know that I can hold a group together. Now that that priest that we know. Okay? He, she, whatever. He plays the female character. Yeah. Oh, yes. He I know who you're talking about. Started. Uh, not even, not even BRD because when he came with us for BRD it was the first time he actually started doing BRD. He actually started with lower Black Rock Spire and upper Black Rock Spire uh-huh. at 52. I went into BRD at 50. But okay, the no, problem, B- oh, BRD is different. BRD is a little bit. No, easy, the thing is, I, I aggroed the hell out of everything right. the first time. And, but but everybody was very very cool about it. They said just hang back a little further, and I was fine. Right. But now that I'm actually in there and I could be a main healer, and I've been doing it, and like I said, people that know who I am in the game know that I can hold my own right. and I can hold the group together. And you know, I'm starting to get a little bit of a reputation, as opposed to our guild leader who's got. A hell of a better reputation than us because she outheals priests for God's sake. Yeah, she she she's <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> she's a druid. We'll, she's we'll a, talk about that more about uh, what, the nice little raid that we went on as a mostly a guild raid. But yeah, I, I the last two or three times that we group with her, and they, someone had that mod that would show like the, right. the healing. The healing. <sighs> she was forty. She was like forty something percent, and then I was number two with twenty. Yeah. I was 28 or 29%. And there were, and there were what, at least two other priests? In, in there were two other priests that were doing practically nothing. So it was just me and her just healing everybody. And she's level 60, so of course she's going to do more than I did. Right. But, you know, the fact that I'm 56 and I'm, you know, right on the heels of somebody who's level 60, I thought was pretty impressive. But a lot of it also has to do with not just me knowing how to heal. It's everybody else knowing what to do, what not to do, um, knowing their aggro range, don't make mistakes, yeah. you know, because a healer can only heal so much. So I guess we've we've seen both. I've definitely seen some people be taken in at lower levels only for healers, because if they're short, I mean, you can't do much without enough healers. Well, so. the thing about healers is that healers aren't you're not 
the person that you're healing is not going to resist your heal. And people don't seem to understand that. Somebody was looking for, and I wrote about this on um, on the Taverncast forum, actually. Somebody was saying that they were looking for people for undead uh, strat. And I said, oh, I'm a 56 druid, I'll go. And the guy says to me, 56 is too low for instances. <laughs> I just like laughed at the guy. I was like, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. But you know, granted, he doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know what kind of reputation I have. Well, did, but, he know, did he know you were a healer? Well, I told him I was a druid, and um, oh, oh yes, yes. Um, well, I see what you're saying. Yes, I did say that I was restoration spec. Okay. So, why are you denying somebody even the chance of going in as you know to um, one uh, of the black rocks, one of the black or, rocks yeah. or something like that? Oh, whatever. I mean, I've seen, you know, yeah, people are have, ignorant, and that's just the way they're going to be. Yeah, like I was saying, I we, we've seen, I've seen both. We've seen both. You know, we've seen healers that at lower levels that can get in, and then uh, on yeah. the opposite side, we've also seen. Um, they will just come out and say it right in the right in the looking for more. They'll say level sixty. Yeah, and, and say, if they say level sixty, that's fine. Right. And I'm, you know, and I'll respect the fact that they only want level sixty. But when you're doing, when you're doing a general looking for more, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna say, hey, I'm fifty six. I'm a druid. I'm restoration spec. I will heal you. <laughs> right. Take me into your group. And then they say no, and they say I'm too low, and I laugh because you know I. Yeah, I've got turned down too when I was fifty six, and I would ask but, for some of the things like, hey, can you take a fifty six major? Like, no, we really want at least a fifty seven, and that kind of that was weird too. And that makes see that's silly because you don't get anything new on the odd numbers anyway. <laughs> exactly. So what what spells. difference does it make if you're fifty six or fifty seven, except I, for maybe a little smaller aggro range and maybe a little more mana and a little bit more in your damage? I you're think not, it was more the resists, though. I think I think oh, the way okay, they, okay, the resists they but, explained to me they were doing I think upper black rock spire, and they said no, we really can't take you because we need to rely on you being able to sheep. And I guess maybe the, some of the mobs were 62, which is like a five-level range. And if it's a five-level range, the resist factor right. may be higher. You know what? Or, that I, I mean, I didn't understand. get the specifics, but that's what they said. They said, no, nah, we're kind of afraid that you know your sheep is going to be resisted more than more often than not. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, you know, I was fine with that. You know, I, I that's well, why I, I said. That, all right, know. now that that's the difference between between somebody who can actually explain it and then somebody like like what I got, which was L O L. You know, noob. <laughs> noob. You know, some sort of rude remark, which I really didn't appreciate because yeah. I think, you know, to me, I think that they're just as noobish as, as they think I am for wanting to go there. Um, one thing that I have found in this game, and, and I, I heard about, I think I heard about it on another podcast. I'm not sure, or maybe I just read it somewhere, but there are people in this game that just do not understand what other classes are capable of. If people would laugh at druids saying, what? Well, LOL, noob. Druids can't res. LOL, noob. Warlocks can't use staves. Or druids can't tank. <laughs> or dru- Well, all right. Druids can't tank as well as warriors. No. Right. But can they tank? Absolutely. Right. Have Therefore. I done it? Absolutely. Do I like it? No. Yeah, you can't heal yourself really, anymore. No, you can't heal yourself. You have to be dependent on somebody else, like a, like but another if, priest. But If you remember, I, I was talking about that group that before with Moradin. We had... You know, a tank. We had like a pally and a rogue, and then the druid. And then if if you know the the proverbial crap hit the fan, the druid would drop into bear form and tank one. Which I've done. Right. I don't like it because my job is not to tank. My job is to heal. But when I have to switch gears, I have to switch gears for the sake of the party. And you got to do what you got to do. Right. But people don't seem to understand that when you go into bear form, your AC goes up. And and actually. 
I've done this, but no, I've done this before. Now here, my armor is right now thirteen hundred. I'm going to go into bear form. Thirteen hundred. Wow. Twenty five sixty. So my my AC just went up from thirteen hundred to twenty five sixty, and right now I'm level fifty six druid, and my armor is thirteen hundred. With oh wait a minute, I've got Mark of the Wild on. Let me see if I can click that off. So okay, so clicked off. Clicked off. My armor is nine fifty. You know you're gonna have that though. Don't don't click off your self buff because you're gonna, you're always gonna have it. Just just like me, like with my mana pool. My mana pool just now cracked seven thousand. Right. But that's self. Well, I'm I'm, like so. I'm saying I'm I'm just doing it as an example. So you know, normal AC is nine fifty. Mark of the Wild is thirteen hundred, and then when I go into bear form, it's twenty five sixty. Right. So you're able to. And get people in there. just don't seem to understand that. Druids can do certain things, or warlocks can do certain things, and they have this horrible misconception of what the class does. And they don't seem to. If you if you don't understand what other classes are capable of doing, you should not play this game. And I I, I am not the That's kind of harsh. It is harsh, but do you want to have somebody who doesn't understand what the other people can do in your group? If you're in molten core, do you want to know, or, or do you want to have somebody in your group that's ignorant? I guess it depends whether they're in your guild or not. If you want to, you know, if they're if they're willing to learn, because you, you're right. I, we've oh, seen by the that, time you're molten core, you should know. <sighs> we've seen we saw some some pretty dope. I mean, you know, we're going to talk about. It. We went to molten core. Our, we went guild, to molten core. Molten core. So we're going to talk about that another in a, another segment here. But uh, you can see yeah, some since of 56, the, we went to molten core. We um yes, surprise, and then that, that brought even interesting comments from our own guild, like. Fifty six. What are you nuts? No, they no. They were very supportive of us because it was well, just, one person. It was a. It, they called it Molten Core One Hundred and One. Right. This is more of a learning experience rather than trying to get to a boss. Right. Definitely because by the time people that used to the dynamics, by the time that we're able to get through Molten Core pretty well, we will be level sixty. Right. So it was more like a learning experience for everybody. But we'll get to that later. Right. But like I said, I know it sounds harsh. I I'm not the kind of person that would say, you know, you really should not be doing this. But seriously, it's like don't laugh at people or or don't assume so much about other people's classes. You you have to learn what the other person is capable of. I would just recommend just overall patience. Mm-hmm. I mean, put, put it this way: remember, remember that one person who was try- who I guess has done did multi core a bunch mm-hmm. and was trying to tell everybody, no, you should do this, no, you should do that. After about five minutes, the person just up and left because I, I guess they just got pissed off because nobody was listening to them to hit this person. Well, they weren't hand. completely right either. Right, but it was just, you know. <laughs> but that, again, that just goes back to yeah. You know, there was a difference of opinion. Well, all right, here, let me give you an example. Well, not you, Lynn, but I'm, I'm talking about other people listening to this. You're in a group. Everybody wipes. The druid comes in, right? The druid comes in, and he only has a chance to res one person. Who do you res? The pally. The pally, or? The priest. Right. Now, let's say the druid doesn't know that a pally can, can res. And you huh? only have... Exactly. Let's say... Th- I'm talking about ignorance in the game. Let's say the druid just does not know that a pally can res, and he reses the mage. Oh, you gotta be kidding! Oh, it's happened. It's happened to me before. Where you know the, in, the in druid fifties, a level fifty something druid. I'm telling you, people do not understand what other classes are capable of. Wow, and it's terrible, and I really don't like it. And and I I don't want I don't want to sound like I'm getting on a soapbox or something. But one thing I learned at level fifty five is that the game changes. It's like a whole new game. You're not doing the same kind of cutesy little stuff you used to do. Now you're doing hardcore instances. 
and you have to know exactly what everybody in that group is capable of doing. And if you don't, mm, you're going to wipe. Or you won't be able to. Or you're going to be mad at the druid who res the mage instead of the pally because he didn't know that the pally could res. I'm sure there are people out there going, oh, no, every dr- people should know that pallies can res. Uh, no. Some people just don't know. Just like people don't think that druids can res. That's so. As we're prepping for for doing raids with our guild, that's that's one of the things that we we saw we were had a severe lack of. You know, how many priests and pallies do we have who will be online regularly to help with the reses? Mm-hmm. And warlocks were like warlocks. We're, we're we have no warlocks in our. <laughs> we need oh no, warlocks. wait, we have one. Do we have one? Yeah, we have one, and he's never on. <laughs> well, that's that's even worse. So we need. <laughs> well, that's my point. Is uh, so another he, thing about. Well, I, I think we're we're pushing the whole molten core thing. Either we're going to go into it now or we're yeah, not. Yeah, we will. But wanna... so, so if there are any warlocks out there looking for a guild on the Whisperwind, <laughs> hey, the open invitation is out there. Um, please, uh, you know, let us know. Send us some in, in-game tells or whispers. Yeah, but nobody knows who I am in the game. That's uh, so I'm Lindian. <laughs> there you go. Lindian, that's who I am. And oh, I should, hey, I, you should I, probably I, mention, um, what was it, uh, a couple days ago, I got suddenly just got tells from people saying that they love the podcast, and um, one person actually just started an alt. They were on a different server and said just they started it, an alt with my name. Yeah, Starman. They started Starman A. <laughs> Starman because Starman because a. I I took Starman's, you know. But the right. thing is, I'm I'm never in the game as, as that Starman, alt. Yeah. Well, not anymore. I mean, when I was pre-level 50 i used to play my alts rather regularly and now i can't anymore because i'm just like pushing myself now it's got to be instances 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 got to get my wild heart gear got to get all these other things got to help other people in the guild you know it's not just about me it's it's about other people and what they have to finish right so i just want to again thank that person unfortunately i forgot what their name was and what server they're in starman a no no, well i meant uh, their main (laughs) but uh, i i I asked them to go over to the board so hopefully they started a a thread up there so thank you starman a for the kind words well didn't they say they're on manoroth actually no it was didn't didn't you i think you told me that they were on manoroth because they were one they were asking who the other people were on the podcast around Manoroth. Oh, that may have been a different person. Maybe it was a different the, the, person. The Starman A person was, um, at the very end before he signed off, he told me who his main was and what server it was. I think it started with an yeah, R. Yeah, if you're listening, I would, actually, what was it? I was on the phone with you. Or, or were you or sitting sc- behind or, me? Or Skype or something. I, for, I forget what. Or, or something. And then you said to me, uh, somebody wants to talk to you about the podcast, and I was in the middle of healing everybody. I'm like, I can't right now because I'm in the middle of healing everybody. I, 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 was I can't have a social of... conversation with <laughs> because yeah. why did we die? <laughs> well, I was talking to people about the podcast. Yeah, you know, I, was... I can't do. That's one of the reasons why I don't want people knowing who I am in the game yeah. because I don't want to be sitting there reading, you know, raid chat, and all of a sudden I go, "Hey, Starman, that's a great podcast." I can't, I can't do that as a healer. I can't do that. I was in the middle of um, jailbreak. Oh jeez! <laughs> Actually, I think um, in the middle. I know we wiped one or two times, so a lot of times running back, I was chatting up with them, and <laughs> I just remember someone saying, "Hey, we're gonna get going here." I'm like, "Oh, hang on." <laughs> so you know, Star <laughs> was like, are, "Are you busy right now?" I'm like, "Yeah, kind of." <laughs> he still was talking about. It, so that was very cool. Very cool. Getting some feedback, and one person who uh, asked to remain nameless would definitely want to uh, thank him. He was in the the raid with us. Remember? Oh yeah, and ask has to uh, not mention his name. Although he did come along on the raid, it, you know, was. In some, fact, I think it's this person right here. No, I'm, I'm pointing at no, the screen now. No, yeah, somebody said, "Hey, uh, our guild was mentioned on the podcast," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know that was me." 
<laughs> just don't tell anybody. So, anyways, all right. So let's uh, let's go hop into our right, first what, segment for the for this the cast. Do you want to talk about molten core? Yeah, but it, this, I, I just want to tell everybody out there: this is not going to be a definitive end all be all molten core segment. Right. This is more like. This is what happens when 40 people get together and have no idea what they're doing. Well, no, I wouldn't put it that <laughs> right, way. <laughs> we definitely can give some some tips on the beginning because we wiped, what, about four times before right, we got no, it right? No, no, why did... All right, here's the thing. When you walk into Molten Core... Well, hang on. Let's let's back up a bit. First, we should talk about the attunement. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right. You're, you're right. You have to be attuned, which means that you have to be flagged. You, you, you can't get into... Well, no, I shouldn't say you that. Can, you can yeah. get into Molten Core it's a lot harder. if you go through all of Black Rock Depths. Depths, right. So towards you the end want of Black to, Rock Depths, you can zone into it. Right. If you want to zone into Molten Core from a safe area, which is actually by jumping through a window... <laughs> you have to jump through a window, and, and that's how you zone into right. uh, So there's a, a quest NPC sitting at the... He's a blood elf. The blood elf sitting at the bottom of the second, second chain. Second chain. So normally you would go uh, and hang a right, and that would take you down to BRD. If you went straight, he's in this little alcove, and you get the quest from him. And all you basically have to do is go through BRD mm-hmm. into where the zone is for Molten, for core. molten core. Zone into Molten Core. No, 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 no. You have to click on the rock that's outside Molten oh, Core. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. To, to do the attunement Right, because part. if you zone into Molten Core and you don't click the rock. That's right. You zone out of Molten Core, you're back to the beginning. Well, where that guy is. Where that guy where is. Where that guy is. And so if you, you did have right. to, you, <laughs> you have didn't to, click the a, thing, you were There's screwed. a little rock on the wall. On the left side of the wall, there's a rock. And you just click on it. And if you have the... The quest, and it'll say, "All right, you, know, you have this. Uh, was it a core shard? Yeah, or something you got like some that. Sort of, yeah, whatever. You'll you'll see core it. fragment. Core, or there it is. Core, core fragment. fragment. Yeah. Then you zone into molten core, zone back out immediately. It'll bring you to the quest guy, the blood elf. Right, and now you're attuned. Then you jump through the window, and then you can go into. Yeah. you should definitely molten mention core. you. You would definitely want to make sure you are attuned. Because if you jump if you through, if you jump that through window, the window, you're falling into lava. <laughs> yeah, you and will there, die. And there isn't enough fire resistance to save you. <laughs> no way. So you definitely want to make sure you're attuned before you... Because there's no, there's no graphic. There's no swirly anything. It's just a window. Mm-hmm. So if you're attuned... So like even the, even the if first you're time, attuned, there's nothing. I'm just right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So so you know the first one was kind of like a leap of faith <laughs> to make sure you know yeah, that you're attuned. Probably is this well, going to work? You wait for somebody else to jump through and disappear. <laughs> right. Right. Not so. just fall, but disappear. So anyway, you go into Molten Core, and the first thing you're going to see are two level 62 elite uh, fire... Um, They're uh, like golems, not the lords. The lords Right, the later. golems. And you got to take them both down. You have two level 62 elites that your group of 40 is going to have to somehow take down. Right. I'm not going to get into strategies, because to be honest with you, we don't have any for you. This is more like... A, this is what you'll see when you go in. Well, you definitely. Well, we should we should definitely touch upon some basic strategies. So first off, understanding the concept of a main tank, a main assist. Well, I yes, but people should know that already just by well, doing well, raids. Well, let's just, let's just go through it because because nobody's going to go nobody's going to go from you know hanging out in winter spring to a forty man raid. Right. Well, even no, with we'll the, go the black anyway. rocks. Yeah, right, the, the right. black rocks are like five man, ten man. So 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 definitely. So the main tank is definitely your best. I'm going to say warrior. I'm, you know, I, I could be wrong. You may have a pally in there, but I, I would definitely think that a main tank on a raid like this is definitely going to be an uber-type warrior. Lots we of mean hit points. uber. 
uh, level 60, uh, 5, 6, 7, 8,000 hit points, you know, 8,000 AC, 9,000 AC, if not more. You know, that, that's what I mean by Uber. So... <laughs> Uh, so that's that's the 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 guy who wants to sit toe to toe with these big nasty guys and be able to take the hits, survive right. long enough to get those heels on him. Anybody who's been to uh, up to Molten Core should know what a tank is. But right, so that's right. that's the main tank. So understanding who that person is, um, it could be sometimes that that person will. I would think that the main tank would may even like direct. Like what's going to be pulled and things like that, or if you have a good main assist, so let's you know talk about that. So a main assist is usually not a tank type class. Sometimes it's a hunter because the hunters can mark. Uh, other times it's a rogue because the rogue can go up and like sap one and then help pull the other things like that. So f for the most part, most people in the raid will create a macro mm -hmm. for I assisting do. the main assist. Not the main tank, because what could happen is the main tank may jump from mob to mob to mob. So that's what the, the main purpose of the main assist is. So the main assist at some point will have the, a, a mob targeted that the rest of the raid should be attacking. Right. And then the, the main assist will call out when to attack so you let the let the main tank you know whack it a bit get a bunch of aggro so when everyone else starts whacking on them or on that whack maybe you know casting or whatever shooting the main tank will still hold the aggro uh so this way you know you minimize who you have to heal okay so that's usually the job of the main assist everyone assists the main assist uh, other than that, you have you know well, a master looter is maybe usually is the person running you know running the raid or um, organize the raid or maybe even just someone they just assign. somebody trusted right someone you, right, you have to put a lot of trust into the master looter yes definitely we'll get into mass I think we're going to do that in this show right uh, I think so if we have the time we're we're I think about we halfway make the time through for now that, yeah that's really important we're definitely going to revisit the whole uh, looting in groups and roles yeah, and things I, like I that I got screwed. <laughs> yeah, again. Again. <laughs> so anyway, so getting back to Molten Core, we've had, um, we had the main tank, we had a main assist in there. Uh, as we said, we, we, when you first get into Molten Core, you see these two level 62, 62 elites, and they're they're kind of nasty. They're they're not too bad though. <laughs> they're kind of they're, they're sixty two elites. They're kind of nasty. They're kind of nasty. But the, but but um, you know, thinking of other mobs, there they're they're very straightforward. You know, they're melee. They're, there's nothing special you need to worry about now. Once you get past those, <laughs> and then you get to the fire lords. The fire lords are nasty. Here's where you need some definite strategy. All right, see, this this is what have this is the reason why it's a forty man raid and not a ten man raid. You are, now the fire lords I think are sixty one elites. Yes, they're fire elementals. They're fire elementals. If you don't know what you're doing, and you pull more than one. You, Sometimes you, you just, can't avoid it, though. But yeah, but you're gonna kiss your group goodbye. You really are because the raid. It, the raid <laughs> Um, what happens is the Fire Lord, once you start hitting it, spawns little guys. Now, I think the little guys are... Fire spawns. The Fire spawns are, what, 60, 61 elites? Are they elites? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. Okay, you know, think, the little smaller guys. So what happens is you have this Fire Lord, and he starts spawning other little fire spawns, right. and the fire spawns start splitting. After, like, I don't know, 30 seconds, maybe a minute? Maybe I don't even think even. it's that. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's maybe like 30 seconds. So if you don't take down that fire lord fast, then you then you have spawns. If you don't have people to deal with those spawns fast, your entire party is just going to completely wipe, which is it's, what happened to us, because we didn't know... We, were, we knew that it was going to happen. Right. 
we didn't handle it properly. The first couple of times we, we, we tried a strategy of getting on the spawns. So as soon as they came, you know, everybody but the main tank or maybe some others, the main assist, everyone else got on the spawns and tried to kill them quickly. Because like, like you said, what happens is the, the Fire Lord actually casts like a spell. It looks very similar to like the Mage AoE uh, Flame Strike spell. Mm -hmm. And then what that does is it duplicates the spawns. So he, when he casts it the first time, I think you get you get one or you get two. Maybe you get two. You get the one. All right, then that then one becomes two, two, two becomes four, four becomes eight, eight becomes 16, and then you're dead. <laughs> oh, you're dead before 16, though. Uh, no, we, we saw, I, I saw, well, no, let me see, we see 12. I, I counted I at least 12. I yeah. I'll figure it out. But so, anyway, the, the point is, if you really should read up on the internet about strategies in Molten Core because, right. I mean, even, like I said, even the first 50 yards are hard to do if you've never been there before. So here's our first tip. Well, we, well, we found out the hard way after wiping about three times. Concentrate on a Fire Lord. If you have two, chances are you, you, you have a good chance you're going to wipe. But concentrate on one. Kill him. Well, so, wait. Let's even back up even further. Try to only get one. Okay, right. Well, yeah. Because our, whoever it was that was tanking, I even asked him, and he never replied to me. I said, how is it that you were able to pull one that was so close to the second one? And he never responded back. And, and other he people was were asking... Doing other stuff. Right, but other people were asking the same thing. I mean, right. these are like seasoned people that we've known for months, and even they couldn't figure out how... How do you pull two mobs that are so close to each other? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know how he did it. But in in any event, the, the the general strategy here is concentrate on the Fire Lord. Get him dead because once he's dead, he he will stop duplicating all those spawns. If you get two, it's going to be handle two. I well, did a group we of five of, a group two? of five of us were able to handle level sixty ones in strat. We can handle, you know, a forty man raid can handle a couple of level sixty one. Elites. Well, now when there's sixteen of them. No, 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 no. no. But you said two. You know, like I meant two fire lords. Oh, two. Oh, so, sorry, so if you if lords. you get two fire, oh, yeah, then you're dead. Yeah, if you get two fire lords, you know, even if it still happens, concentrate on the one. You know, get him dead as soon as possible because chances are you probably are going to wipe. But then you only have to deal with one, and you know, next time, next go around. Right. And I think we did that. We we went through that. We killed one, and then uh, I think we got pretty good at running. I think some of us actually survived enough, so we were able to res real quick and go back, and then take the other one down. And then we finally started getting our act together. It was, it was pretty cool to watch. It was. We went from wiping three times to only losing half the the raid to only, and then later on only losing like maybe. Four or five. Four or five, right. Or something like that. And then we finally got our act together. And then when you get into Molten Core, there's a bridge. And then further along the bridge, there's like a spiral down. We got about halfway down the spiral, not staircase, but like a ramp. And we were doing pretty well at that point. Somewhere along the line, I think, was it a, a respawn in the yeah. back? Yeah, we got a respawn. Something. Now, they have to understand, a respawn in this game is not like... Oh no! There's a bear in Ashenvale. No, this is more like here's a level sixty two elite that's going to kick your ass. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um, it's the, you definitely need to understand you know how the respawns go if you're in a dangerous spot or not because we we start we picked up and we started doing very well. We started killing some of those two headed dogs. Those are those are pretty cool looking. Uh, but yeah, we got down to this. They one. are pretty cool looking. They are. They salivate lava. 
Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. We have to we have to see if we can post one of those screenshots. That was really really cool. Um, but yeah, we got down to this one turn, and it was just a bad. And then all hell broke loose. It was a bad spot. It was it was a spawn point or very close to a spawn point. Right. So I know someone even mentioned it. It's like, oh, uh, maybe we shouldn't be here because that other one may repop, and sure enough, it did. And unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, it just wasn't. We it, and, it was bad, and it was late. <laughs> and some people, you know, actually, the, um, the guy who started the uh, who started the guild, a raid was saying he had to go. The whole wife faction was <laughs> was, 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 was he's taking a beating. So unfortunately, it, it uh, broke up from there. But. Uh, we're definitely going to do Molten Core regularly now. We're going to try to do it at least twice a week. Tuesdays and Sundays. Yeah, so see if we can you know, get some more practice in and um, just you know, rating in general and see how, you know, try to get to that first boss and start seeing some uber loot. Just one thing, though, when you get to the boss, if, if you kill the boss, you're locked out of a new instance of Molten Core for six days. Right, six days. You have six days to complete the whole thing. So if we actually get our crap together and be able to do this stuff... Once we right, once we do that first one, it's going to be six days right. before we can clear out the whole thing, and then after that, it'll reset itself. And, and everybody can go back to it over the course of those six days. You know, right. if you want to take a break overnight, you can go back to that that instance the next day, if you want to. Somebody in the in the group in the raid group was actually saying it takes six days to go through it. I don't doubt I don't, it. Well, I don't know because I don't know how big it is. I haven't looked at any maps. Someone was saying, um, I think to get to the first boss could be like four hours, but that, that that's also like that's prep, right. They did say time. three to four hours just to get to the first boss. Right. So you know, prep time, get everybody organized, get everybody down there, get everybody buffed, then start trying and wiping <laughs> and trying, and four hours later, you finally made it to the first boss. That's tough. All right. So um, moving right along, uh, let's go ahead into. Uh, another segment for uh, UI mods. Um, last time around, we talked about uh, this is Titan all you. Panel. Yeah, <laughs> last time we talked about Titan Panel, um, and before that, we talked about Cosmos and uh, how Cosmos was kind of big and bloated. It did give you a whole bunch of things. Um, there's still some people who who kind of go back and forth about it. I'm I've given up on Cosmos. I mean, yeah, it it is pretty cool in terms of you know it's got. Uh, lots and lots of very cool mods. The only problem is, you know, when a new patch comes out, you have to deal with it. A lot of the mods get broken. You have to try to figure out, you know, which ones they are. Turn turn that one off. I talked about. Uh, oh, I finally figured out what the the in the, in the previous podcast when I talked about that Star Wars wipe yeah. thing. I figured out exactly what it was. Notice how when you cast a spell, that the icon in your in your bar. Does that's that's what it is. So you notice whenever you cast a spell, you have that you have that uh, recast time or that the icons do that cool little thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what that was. But instead of being on the icon bar, it was my entire screen. <laughs> so that's oh, what was that's, that's what, what was happening. Was? My entire screen was doing that. So every time I casted a spell, that that effect went on my entire screen. So that's and after that, that's what that's what just ticked me off completely. So. That's why, yeah, Cosmos is nice. It's got all the cool things, but it is a pain when it breaks. Figuring out which one it is, you know, turn that off. It could be a core one. Then what do you do? And so Titan Panel is really nice. It gives you that bar across the top. It gives you um, a good chunk of things that I really liked, like from uh, that Cosmos also gave. Uh, location, 
um, money and experience. Actually, uh, I don't think I mentioned this last time, the uh, the money one. If you actually point at the money one, it does tell you how much gold you are, are gaining or losing, like that session per hour. Because I think we talked about like the experience. Experience gives you that one as well. But if you look at the gold one, it does the same thing. Look, I lost 2G per hour today. <laughs> there you go. I lost a heck of a lot more because I respect today. Oh, jeez. So um, what I did was I added to Titan Panel, I added CTMod. So CTMod, um, one of the reasons why I did it was, uh, as we were talking about Molten Core, was that there's a, um, a, a mod or an add-on for it for uh, raiding, CT raid. Uh, lots of um, raiding guilds or other like raiding parties that, that do it regularly. Some of them actually require that you have CT Raid. CT Raid does some, some really cool things. I mean, if other people have it, you can you know they, it, it hooks into different things. It keeps track of who uh, came on the raid, what date, how many people. It even keeps track of uh, what loot was given out for like the better loot, and it gives you the ability to do notes on people and things. It's it's actually very very cool. I I, I looked I played around with it a little bit. Because um, we really, I think I was the only person, or maybe one of a handful of people on the raid who actually had it. So I was, you know, kind of playing around. And but it's cool; it keeps a log. I didn't install it yet. I have to. I've been meaning to for about a week. Right. So the combination of Titan Panel and CT Mod, and CT Mod does a lot of the other stuff that like Cosmos do, uh, does. Shows you like uh, numbers in for the, you know, the health and mana for you, for uh, mobs, for your party members. Uh, it expands upon how many buffs it'll show you for your, you know, for your, for your, you and your party members. You can go from like four to, I think like sixteen. I think I have mine set for ten, and that helps out a lot in uh, raids. Also, another thing for CT mod for the raid, uh, for the raid, pe uh, the raid part of it, you can actually have other windows open for other raid groups. You can select them all. You can select particular ones, and there are small little windows. Um, you know, it doesn't have like the graphic picture on them, but it'll have like their name and their status. The status seems kind of buggy. It seems that when like the hunters first do a feigned death, it kind of stays that way. <laughs> but you know, like if you want to see like who's dead or who's alive, that seems to work pretty well. But like the feigned death seems to have, seems to have a little like, uh, even after everybody res and all that, the hunters still still showed up as feigned death. <laughs> which was kind of weird. That's no good. Yeah, but let I me mean, like who was dead and who was alive, that was good. Plus, the buffs were there too. It was a little little difficult to see. The icons were very small, but you could see them. You know, they were they were definitely there. So you could see like from for me making sure who or who did or did not have, you know, an int buff. You know, arcane intelligence or arcane brilliance, which I finally got so I can do the group uh, arcane buff. So they, you know, they do show up as small icons, but you can point at them and it'll you know, it'll give you the description. Uh, and it's nice, like, uh, when we were doing the Molten Core, um, I had to keep track of at least one other group. There was, like, uh, one or two groups that did not have a mage, so that was when uh, TeamSpeak came out really good, because we had, uh, what, at least two other mages? Yeah, we had... No, wait. We on, had team on TeamSpeak. Oh, on... Uh, yeah. We had, yeah, like yeah, two other mages on TeamSpeak, so I was able to chat with him and, and with, with those two. And figure out, oh, okay, so you know the the groups got rearranged. Okay, so these two groups don't have mages. So I said, okay, I'll keep track of this one, and the other guy said he keeps track of that one. So sometimes it gets a little, you know, fast and furious. Uh, this way, with the CT mod, I could keep that group up there, and then see, you know, if this person died and came back, I'll just hit them with like a regular int buff instead of the brilliance, rather than you know wasting the components. 
Um, but um, it's 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 pretty good. I like it. It's a very good combination. I like it better than Cosmos. It's giving me everything that I liked about Cosmos. Uh, as I mentioned, the uh, experience, the gold. You know, not just what you have, but like you know, you, uh, per hour kind of a thing. Give you an estimate of you know how long it'll take you to ding, how much money you're making. Uh, honor stuff. I really don't use the honor stuff too much. I mean, I did that week when I was uh, going through battlegrounds and stuff. But uh, the clock, you know, simple little things like that. The clock where you can adjust it, you know, so it's not just, you know, game time. It's your local time. If you happen to be on a server, it's not in your time zone. You know, little things like that. I did have to download Atlas. Atlas was not included with CT Mod. It was included with Cosmos. So that was the one extra thing I did have to download. Um, well, just like with Titan, the regular Titan panel didn't have, like, I think we had to download the quest separately. Uh... I don't remember. Yeah, I think we had the, the Did, quest part for Titan Panel yes, was separate yes, down Yeah, you're right. I remember now. Yeah, yeah I had to go to that website. Um, uh, now right. I can't remember the, na- the name of it. Uh, WowInterface.com. WowInterface.com. I think it was. Or was it .net? I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's, it's on the forums. So we have, we have the forum, uh, a topic on the forums out there for the Titan Panel. I'll go ahead and either post a new one or start an, another one there. So CTMod plus Titan Panel is doing the trick for me. It's given me pretty much... I was just going to ask you what your favorite is. So so you like that combination? Absolutely. Okay. I haven't... There's um, there's definitely more. We'll be playing around with more of them. There's, uh, I think, the Cursed Gaming site has like a ton of mods. But for right now, this is doing great. I really, really like the Portal one. I had to download the, the Portal one mm-hmm. also. I freed up two, four, six... Icon, you know, six slots, spell slots, or maybe seven spell slots for like my ports and for my mount and like th- things. So that 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 right there was awesome. You, it, it's um, it shows up in the Titan in in the you know the panel bar, and you can right click on it, and then you can choose from all your different ports and all your different gates and like your Hearthstone and your mount all right from there. I've just been using Titan ever since we did the last segment, and I've been loving it. I, I haven't tried CT yet. I'm going to, especially for CT Raid as a healer. I want to make sure that I have everything that I that's, need. That's I, I'm going to say that's going to probably become a must. Well, you're probably going to see for our guild and for other raids that we do that the CT Raid is a must. So when other people have it, they can hook into each other and talk to each other. I think you can do some cool things, so maybe some alerting and some stuff like that. I really, you know, unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to play with it because I think, as I said, I was the only one, or maybe one other person had CT raid. Oh, there is one pet peeve I do have, and that is with the quest log view. So if you um, you hit L and bring up your quest log, and then you shift click on something to track it, and it shows up in a little window with Cosmos. The window it's usually on the right hand side. But Cosmos lets you move it uh, with CT Mod. Um, I think it was CT Mod. This I don't think Titan Panel had this problem. With CT Mod, it is on the right hand, uh, pretty far on the right hand side, such that if you open up like two bags, it's blocking it. Plus, Ooh. it's plus it's too far on the right hand side. Uh, if the the quest text is pretty long, it's you don't see it. It goes right off the screen. So that is definitely, and I have not found a way, I haven't found uh, a way to fix it. It could be um, a little incompatibility, because I know the Titan panel, the built-in Titan panel does have a quest 
mod or, mod thing, and I think the CT mod also has a quest thing. I'm not sure if like one of them speeds up the text or they both do it. So there may be a little bit of a clash there between the two. Uh, I haven't tried you know playing around turning some off, and it's really just a cosmetic thing, and I've kind of gotten used to not having it up there. Yeah, it was nice before, but you know I like a lot of the other things, so I'm kind of just living with it. But uh, other than that, CT Mod and Titan Panel are definitely doing it for me. I, and again, I had to download Atlas. You know, Atlas didn't come with it, and some additional uh, Titan Panel mods that were not part of the core. Okay, cool. So, so again, we'll start up uh, another thread out there. Uh, tell us what you think, what you like, what you don't like. I know some people from the previous thread were saying that with Cosmos, you know, they, they liked it because it did give them all the things and just you know just deal with the you know, problems whenever a patch comes out. Just turn it off. You know, you can, you know, you click on the add-ons and go in and figure out which one it is. As I said before, I just got tired of it. I got tired of it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Cosmos has a lot of very, very cool things. and But between these two, Titan Panel and CT Mod, it's doing a trick. And it's doing, it's, I got all the stuff that I like. One little pet peeve, but uh, the raid stuff and, uh, and the other things that it can do is definitely working for me. This is on your Mac, right? Where it happens? Yes, this it, is on It my could Mac. be a hard-coded value. Maybe the person who wrote the script didn't properly compensate for an odd aspect ratio. It could, Cause, cause that is true. Because your Parabook does have a strange aspect ratio. It's like, was it 14-something by 900? Right, 1440 14 by, by 900. By 900. So it is definitely a weird resolution. It's not, a, well, not, yeah, not a standard one it's per se. It's not standard. Unless you have like a, unless you, well, like a widescreen LCD panel that, you know. Which is like 1920 by 1200. For, for the high-end ones, yeah, but maybe for some of the other ones, like a 15-inch Oh, that's true. Like the 20-inch Dell has an, uh, some weird aspect yeah. ratio also. Right. It's, 19, it's not 1440 by 900, but it is something strange. All right, so in any event, as I said, uh, check our message boards, and we'll, we'll start up another thread. Let us know what you think. If you have any ideas for any other mods um, that you'd like to see reviewed um, or anything, you feedback on Titan Panel or CT Mod. Well, thanks for that, and I guess we're going to go right back to you for <laughs> another Mages Tower. All right. All right, so it's time for another Mages Tower. Uh, I haven't done one in a couple of casts, so I want to uh, jump right back into it. Uh, it's been a while since I've done the Mages Tower, and I've progressed in many levels. And uh, basically, what I would like to do, talk about this week um, on a per peripheral manner is uh, specking respecking and the talent tree <laughs> and and how much it costs <laughs> how much it costs and how stupid i was today because i actually respect twice today because uh i found um uh on the world of warcraft main page there was uh, something on the on the i think from the patch notes or just something on the news section they came out with an improved talent calculator so if you go to worldofwarcraft.com and go to the game guide on the left-hand side, um, pick anything underneath there. It takes you basically to the same page. Like I, I picked introduction, and down, halfway down the page is uh, talents and the talent calculator. So this looks just like it does when you hit the end key in the game, and lets you basically play around with as if you were level 60 and had your full set of talent points. So basically, it lets you pick a build. You know, uh, go in there and click on stuff. If you happen to, you know, okay, I'm interested in this one, but it requires this and this. It won't let you click on it until the other requirements are met. So it's just like it is in the game. So you can practice and then come up with a build that's uh, 
right for you. So this is what I did today. I went through, and unfortunately, on one of the talents, I unfortunately gave myself only one point instead of four points, and that's what caused me to have to respec again. So that was unfortunately very painful and very costly as I went through about you know eighty five percent of the way through, and I'm going through, and uh, you know when you when you respec any. Uh, spells that were required, you know, a talent requirement to get the level one spell, suddenly you unlearn them. So when you go back and then, you know, get put the talent point back in again, you want to, you still have to go and then rebuy all of the higher level versions of that spell. So in the case of a mage, that was the Pyroblast and Blast Wave. And since I was Arcane spec before, I lost uh, presence of mind and arcane power. Well, arcane power, I wanted to lose. It was, I you know, I was I was very heavy into the arcane spec. I pretty much threw most of my points in there. And then as things progressed, I noticed that the fire thing was was definitely. But I heard that it was you know much better DPS. And uh, as I said before, now that I have a seven K mana pool. I really don't have to worry too much about, you know, when, when things get in a pinch, I can go ahead and not have to worry about mana conservation. So the the tip that I had in the previous Mage's Tower about spamming Scorch, some people gave me some feedback on, you know, this may or may not be the best way to do it. Maybe you should just pick like a level one version of a spell where the mana cost is really low if all you're really looking to do is get that clear ca clear cast state to pop. Well, I got very used to spamming Scorch. And now that I respect one of the talent points under fire is this very, very cool thing with Scorch. You can put five talent points into improved Scorch so that once you get the fifth talent point, you would get a 40% chance that the mob will become susceptible to fire damage. And what that means is, so you have a 40% chance when you cast it that this extra state will will become active and it's also stackable which is very cool you can stack up to five times and scorch is a very fast casting spell so you have every time you cast it you get a 40 percent chance that you get this effect to pop and what this effect does is that it increases the fire damage any fire damage be it scorch again or any other kind of like a pyroblast uh, in fact this is one of the reasons why i did it um i took away some stuff from arcane but i kept presence of mind presence of mind allows you that um when you click on it that the next spell you cast that has a casting time of four seconds or greater becomes instant cast and i love to use this combination with pyroblast which is, you know, you need to put that talent point into fire, Pyroblast before you can buy the higher uh, level versions of the spell. So this is basically the big nuke that mages have from fire. It's a big, fiery ball. Uh, I've critted now with it up to... What was it today? You remember? Was it like 1158? It was 11, so you said that you critted for 11-something. 11 yeah, 1158, I think it was. So that's that's just the base damage. And then after that... It's, uh, it also leaves a dot on the mob. And I think it was 59 or 60 every 5 seconds for 30 seconds, or whatever that equates to, another three or 400, somewhere around there, at least 300 damage over 30 seconds. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this Yeah, so this is why. So I, I took away some stuff from and the people arcane. People say that mages are overpowered. Hmm, nah. Well, 
<laughs> yeah, so so this is one of the reasons I, I, I took away some of the other higher level arcane stuff. I went all the way down. I went all the way down to arcane power, which is this uh, ability, uh, the state you can put yourself in where every single spell you cast will have a 35% increase in damage, but at the same time will cost 35% more mana. And it only lasts for like 10 seconds, but if you're going for that, you know, I used to use it for the big boss mobs, and it didn't have to be in an instance, you know. I can remember Marauding with that last dragon, I would use it there because that was a pretty, oh, yeah. a pretty long fight. So I, I gave that up for the ability to have this, you know, improved Scorch and uh, the stackable um, state or ability, whatever you want to call it, so that as I'm using fire, be it a regular fireball, be it a pyroblast, um, be it the new blast wave, that's another AE that I have. Um, I also decided, you know, I need some more AEs. I had, you know, I used flame strike a lot and I use um, blizzard a lot, but uh, I kind of use arcane explosion every once in a while, but for the most part I've been using those two, but now it's nice to have uh, pretty much an inst another instant cast. I love instant cast spells, let me tell you. I respect myself for restoration. Now I get the same sort of thing. Yeah. Instant cast. Very, very cool. Like there's um, Fire Blast is an instant cast, which I usually put in between. If I'm looking to do some heavy damage, I'm usually usually using Arcane Missiles, um, which I will you know, put the talent points in there so they will become uninterruptible, 100% chance uninterruptible. So even if a mob's whacking me, those missiles are going off. Uh, plus I have like a 30 or 40% aggro reduction for them uh and i have some gear that gives me also um bonuses to um magic spells arcane type spells so so the arcane missiles usually work very good not very mana efficient but um now that i hit 57 when i crit i hit for 300 a pop nice and that's I, very nice and it it's very off, helpful it shoots off five or six missiles right you remember you remember how many? i don't count yeah i'm too busy trying to keep people alive <laughs> yeah so it's at least five or six but yeah when i crit i'm critting for 300 with each one of those so that that can and the normal ones are 200 <laughs> so yeah so between the arcane missiles you know getting that pyroblast to crit uh some some tanks can find it very difficult to keep <laughs> keep the aggro i've had that problem too where i've actually nuked more than what a warrior has been able to dish out Right. Well, in the defense, you know, the warrior is not definitely not a uh, higher DPS versus like a major no. rogue. But yeah, they they definitely have abilities and other um, weapons that'll you know increase the threat to try to you know hold, keep the yeah hate. exactly keep the aggro and so yeah so you know even though I can I do come all along these and nuke. yeah not anymore though not not since I respect though yeah yeah you kind of learned our our guild leader uh, really really showed no, to it's you it's not a question of learning it's just that the game changes for you at 55 right that that's my point you know, it's, so you know i i can't solo any well i mean i can but there's no point in soloing when all you really have to do is go to instances all the time and be a healer and be a healer and it's right. it's just it's just not practical for me to be balance spec anymore because it's not all for just me anymore. Right. So that's that. That was my point. I was going to say for molten core, it was just um, even for if you remember the instructions that the paladins had. Even the paladins were told, you know, on this mob, you guys are healing. You're not in there to to melee or saying you're healing that is your job or maybe half of them or you know a bunch of them was like okay you, you can or go different in there. groups like group right. one three and five right you know, or something but yeah so you I mean this is where the tactics become involved so when you you know you're specialized you know mages are there for you know ae 
if you need to for certain mobs you need to do the AE. The druids are there, you know, unless you have an overabundance of healers, the druids are there to be healers. They're not there to do any kind, you know, don't waste your mana on any kind of, you know, a, 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 you know, offensive spell. You're there to heal. And the same can be true for the paladins. Paladins can also heal. And if, you know, it really comes down to it, they don't have enough healers, then you're there. You have paladins there as a healer, a healer and a rezzer. You know, it becomes very specialized, you mm -hmm. know, when you go in those instances. Yeah, it, it's like anything else, any other group. You're there as a group to do a job. And if, if anybody screws up, that's it. Right. So um, I'll go ahead and start a thread under the uh, Mage's Tower there. I'll go ahead and put up uh, my spec and what I'm, I like right now. I've heard, I've heard from other mages, higher level mages, or I should, not higher level, I should say, you know, they've been playing a bit longer. Aren't too many higher than you now. <laughs> yeah, You're 57. 57, almost to 60. But, you know, I did hear that some of them do like to respec for cold, that it's more mana efficient. But since, you know, I'm an int whore and have 7,000 mana now, and that's just self-buffed. You know, I'm only level Pat 57. Pat yourself on the back there. I, I will, I, yeah. But I have to, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I'm looking around, and I want to touch upon this in the future Mages Tower. I'm looking around at a bunch of other level 60 mages, and, you know, a lot of them only have, you know, 6,000. I mean, I have more mana than they do. And then that's just, you know, making me wonder. Are they sacrificing int for stamina? Are they well, focusing I'm, on gear that gives them better mana regen? Because I have some of that now. I have, you know, it restores eight mana every five seconds. So they could be uh, have a whole bunch of that, that kind of gear that doesn't have as high amount of int. I've seen that with druids. I've seen druids that specialize in uh, int and, um, and spirit. And spirit's useful. I mean, I've... Useful. I mean, I said in the Spirit. first podcast that it's a waste. I mean, it, is. It, it really is. But I guess maybe some people feel that it's useful. But I, it's it's a waste for me because whenever for me. whenever I ding, I'm getting at least one or two into my spirit anyway. And now that like I said, now that I have this gear that's basically doing well, it's it's almost doing the same thing. It's just you know increasing my mana regen versus my mana and health regen. Uh, but um, it, yeah, spirit. I don't, I really don't care. I mean, if if I come across something. Let's say I have something that has a lot of int on it, and it just it's giving me spirit, and I find something that gives me like you know a little more int, and then like stamina. I'm all over that. Right. The heck with the spirit. But I'm just wondering what these druids are doing if they don't have a monopole as big as mine. Hmm. Because I'm if I'm able to heal in molten core, I wonder what these other druids are able to do in molten core or, or some sort of high level instance where they only have. Well, hold on. Let me let me see how long. How much mana does this take? Healing Touch takes 672. Regrowth takes 740. And the regrowth so, is, a, is like a, not a dot, but the inverse of a dot, I guess, right? It's right. heal over time. So it's a heal over time. So my point is you do the math, and how many, how many heals can you do over a certain period of time before right. your mana runs out? That's actually an, uh, that would be an interesting thing to uh, uh, thing for having spirit. You think you would want more spirit because, you know, as long as you can, you know, get that heal off and then be able to wait ten seconds before you can do another one. If you can regen more mana than the next guy, then in the long term for those longer you know fights, you're gonna, you're going to be able to heal more effectively than the guy who sure. has two thousand more mana than. Oh, you. absolutely. Right. So again, look look for those uh, posts on our forums. Get some interesting discussions going. I'm I'm very interested in any other mages out there uh, who like to do cold um, or just you know just take a look at the spec that I'll put out there. Um, I'm very happy now with the arcane. 
Uh, I took some, as I said, I took some stuff away, but I kept like the the talent points for increasing your mana and that presence of mind, and pretty much just you know got rid of some of the other higher stuff, and then put the stuff into fire so I can get pyroblast and blast wave, which are you know talent only. You can only get the level one spell through a talent. And uh, they improved Scorch because I just, you know, from the, the, the tip I said before with Scorch, uh, work, works very well for me. Scorch is a fast cast, a very fast cast and a low mana. It's, the higher level versions, I think, are 150. I think the last time I talked about this, they're like 100. I think they're up to like 150. But still, it just works very well. It, um, now that I have that improved th the, the Im improvement on it, um, plus the chance to get a clear cast state. So look for that there. All right, so that's going to be it for this week's episode, and we have a lot that we're going to be covering over the next few weeks because there's just so many things that have happened since we both hit 55. And like oh, I've definitely. said before, it's like a whole new game. It really is. So some people have been saying that they want some higher-level instances and some higher-level information. Well, now you're going to get it. Right. And and we're we going to go back to the to the lower level stuff also. We should also mention for the people who are, you know, under 55, you know, don't go crazy. You know, that's definitely something I would say that's, right now that's in, term, true. in terms of gear, in terms of talent, in terms of, you know, where you want to go. And like, if you're interested in getting this, you're really dead set on getting this one great thing like, say, the Illusionary Rod, for example, you know. But, well, maybe that's a bad example because it drops. But if you're just dead set on buying this good weapon, this glowing good Glowing Brightwood Staff. Well, the Glowing Brightwood Staff, I think you'll keep, you'll keep for, you know, quite some time. But I'm talking about yeah. more like, you know, mid-level mid -level stuff. Um, I have to tell you, it's, you know, there is better stuff out there. A lot of it drops. Be patient with it. Concentrate on leveling. Concentrate on questing. And uh, don't go spending inordinate amounts of money for stuff because um, you are gonna you are gonna get better. So that wraps it up for this podcast, uh, episode 007. <laughs> uh, so um, thank you very much for listening. Please visit our forums at www.worldofwarcast.com/forum. Um, your ideas, your feedback are welcome. Check out some of the, uh, the featured show segments area. Those forms are moderated, but we'll definitely start some threads in there so you can respond to the threads. I also want to thank everybody who's been donating. Part of the problem is that people have been giving me donations using PayPal, and I don't know what their nicknames are, and I don't want to use people's real names on the podcast. So... Unfortunately, I can't thank anybody specifically because I have real names and I don't know if anybody really wants their real name out there. Right. But I want to thank people who have been donating and it's been helping and it bought Lindy in a, a new set of headphones. That's exactly what I was just going <laughs> to say. We thank needed. you. Thank we, you very well, much. We actually couldn't do last week's podcast with the Taverncast people without another set of headphones for Lindy because we both have to hear what they're saying apart from... A, the speakers on the computer or else you're going to get horrible feedback and right. echoes and you know, we couldn't do that right so and we we're doing extra cables so we can patch in extra cables people. and that yeah that helped the donations helped thank you thank you oh and if you want your name announced let us know if you want a nickname used just put it in the comments field when you make the donation right 
All right, so as I said, this is episode 007 signing off. Thank you very much for listening. Visit our forums and take care, all. Bye. Insert music here. <laughs> Insert sound effects here.